Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. No telling what God's going to do tonight. How many come expecting? I'm in the right house. And I can tell you right now, God is going to exceed your expectation. I said God's going to do it bigger. He's going to do it better than what you even expect him to. The best of the best. About, uh, about daylight this morning, the Lord woke me. I was actually going to stay in bed a little bit, but that didn't work out. And uh, so he awakened me. And he said to me, I'm blowing a new wind of strength into this ministry, and people are going to spread their wings, and they're going to soar to a level they have never, ever been before. Some of you might have came in 21 way, went out the same way, but 21 will not be that way. God may have brought you into 21 a little bit unsure of everything, but before this year is over, God's going to make sure that His Word is manifested in your life. Something uncommon is in the atmosphere. Don't you listen, pastors already talked about, don't listen to anybody that's speaking a bunch of negativity over your life. Your best days are birthing right now. Things that you thought were dead are going to live again. I mean, you said, I don't think that's ever going to come to pass. God said to you, it's about to happen. And it's going to happen suddenly. And you're going to say, how did that happen? And there's only one answer for that. It was all God. God did it, and I'm so glad. Amen. You may be seated. Delighted to be here with you. It's an honor always to be in this house with this people, but especially with the apostle and the pastors that God has raised up as fearless leaders. And let me tell you something. A fearful church cannot do what needs to be done. There is a radical faith that God is birthing in the heart of believers. You're going to do things that others said you could not do. And God's about to show out with you. How many's ready for God to show out with you? Amen. But my prayer has been throughout this day that God would give you ears to hear what the Holy Ghost would say through this prophetic anointing he sent along your way from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's so good to have evangelist, prophet, pastor, whatever he is. He travels all over the world. But, Oscar, it is a joy to have you slip in. I know you're preaching the next service. Thank you for coming along tonight. And uh, we're going to bless you some way. Amen. Amen. Give him a great God bless you. He's a wonderful champion of the faith. Last night, I started talking to you from Genesis chapter 1. 
Let's go back there for just a scripture reading, and then we're going to take off. Get your pencil, your pad, get ready to learn something that's going to help you to do what God called you to do. But I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me several weeks ago, I want you to speak to them and help them to fulfill their dominion mandate. You have an authority that God has invested in you for the kingdom of God, for building the local church. Pastor uh, Apostle and I was talking today. You know, some people wonder what the outcome of the church is going to be. Don't even think about it. It's headed to its best days. If you connect to a great church with great leadership, your best days are coming. Your best days. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the believer, the church. We are the church. We are the church. And the gates of hell, no matter what it looks like, cannot conquer you. God said you're going to conquer. There's not a question. No matter what you're going through this evening, there is a promise that said when the dust clears, everything clears up, you're the winner. Because Jesus paid the price for that. Look at Genesis 1.26, and God said, somebody say God said. Not some man said, God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Say, I have dominion. Look at verse 28. And God blessed them. God empowered them. The word blessed means empowered, empowered to prosper, empowered to win, empowered to walk in favor, and God blessed them. If you know you're blessed, say amen tonight. God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Somebody say, and have dominion. It's so important that you get a dominion mindset that you understand. This is what the Holy Spirit said to me about walking out your mandate. Number one, he said it starts with faith. Faith was, has to start in your life by understanding what Jesus Christ did, where you came from. I'm not talking about your daddy, your mama, your aunts, your uncle. Where did you really come from? God created you in his image. Your roots go back, whether you're black, yellow, white, or polka-dotted, goes back to the Garden of Eden. And the Garden of Eden, God set man in the perfect setting of prosperity and blessings. Somebody say, I'm designed for the abundant life. You was never designed by God to live a life of struggle. You're designed to live the abundant life. Now, I didn't know that coming up as a boy. I went to church, but I wasn't taught that God had a plan to bless me. 
And when I got into rhythm with God, the blessing would chase me down. Somebody here is about to get run over by a blessing. There's a head-on collision about to happen in your life because God is setting you up for the best days of your life. 2020 was a setup for a comeback. 2020 was a setup for the greatest days of your life. There's some people who used to fool us who are standing naked now. They used to have that facade. They were all of that. They knew how to say it, God, almighty God. They were on the intercessor teams. <laughs> they were on the leadership teams. But their heart was not where it needed to be. Last year came and shook some things. Thank you, Jesus and shook some things to get out of the way so we can do what God called us to do. So don't get upset if somebody who used to be what you thought was somebody is no longer among us somebodies. Because God is positioning His local church to make the biggest impact for the kingdom of God. This is my day. Somebody asked me last night at church. I said I was 74. They said, what are you doing still preaching? I said, I'll be preaching when the rapture happens. I'm going to live to 120. I'm going to be here every January. So don't get any ideas. I'm going to still be here looking at you saying, come on, church. We got something to do for the Lord. Don't lay back. Come on, church. Get excited about what God's up to. He's a good God. But it takes faith or believing. When they come up through the Holy Ghost with the, the name of the conference, believe. Folks, I want to tell you something. Some people are going to find out they can believe God for the impossible. Jesus said there is nothing impossible to the believers. So, if we're going to walk out the mandate of God, we got to have faith. Our faith comes from our roots of the Word, understanding of who we are, who we're connected to in the kingdom of God. We're not a bunch of orphan nannies. We're not a bunch of poor folks. We're somebody. I said, we're somebody. Hold your head up high. Doesn't matter what they say, what they do, how they look at you, you're somebody. Now, I come from below the tracks. I can tell you when I began to get blessed because I understood faith, I understood my calling, things begin to change in my life because faith is the conduit that connects heaven to earth. When Jesus said, pray, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. There's no soup lines in heaven. There's no hospital beds. Hello, somebody. There's no welfare. Thank you, Jesus. No. 
When you take a look at what's in heaven, he says it's coming to you. I mean, he's ready for heaven on earth. Come on now. We get so caught up talking about the pearly gates and, and the streets of gold and all of that stuff. And I believe every bit of that. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to have some heaven right here on earth before I go to heaven. So I won't feel like a stranger when I get up there. Amen? So faith, faith is a must if you're going to live out your mandate that God gave you. Second thing the Holy Spirit said to me, if you have faith, it's going to connect you to favor. Somebody say, I'm favored. See, we need to understand we're not trying to get favored. If you believe you are a believer, you have favor. Now, whether it's activated or not is up to you. You have favor. You're wearing a cloak of favor. Wherever you go, somebody is looking to bless you. See, we got to understand favor is not a figment of somebody's imagination. Psalm 512 says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. Somebody say, I'm righteous. You bless. You empower to prosper the righteous. You favor the righteous. How do, how do I become righteous? The Bible said it's a gift from God to believers by the blood of Jesus Christ. I love that, that worship that's talking about the blood. Folks, I'm here to tell you hell gets nervous when a preacher and a teacher starts talking about the blood. But let the church return to the power of the blood. There's power, power, wonder-working power. I'm sure y'all don't know that. I grew up on that. By the blood of the Lamb. There is power in the blood. That declares me righteous. Condemnation comes against your faith. Anytime you're feeling condemned, you're feeling condemnation, speak that you are the righteousness of God, created in Christ Jesus, I am righteous. Let's go back here to, to Psalm 512. Surely, Lord, the, you bless the righteous, you surround the righteous with your favor as a shield. Now, when Dee and I first got married, I had to learn something about her. She had these big dreams, but sometimes I got nervous because she was expecting some of my money to all the men just kind of got quiet. Yeah. To help pay for her dream. So she had this old broke-down jalopy car. I don't know where. In, uh, anyway. So I said to her one day, what's your dream car? We haven't been married too long. So what's your dream car? She said, a black BMW convertible. I thought, well, uh, maybe we need to be talking about something else. <laughs> and she said, I've had this dream for a long time, 
and I believe it's my time. I said, well, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go look at one. Mistake. Because once we got there, she felt she was supposed to leave with it. So the salesperson, nice guy, he said, well, this is the best deal I can give you. And I'm going, it's her car. Talk to her. So she looks at him and says, you're way off. Did that pretty little lady just tell that man that he's way off? I thought, hmm, I never saw that side of her. And so he said, well, what are you willing? And she looked at him and said, this is what I'm willing. He goes, uh, I better go talk to my boss. So he comes back in a minute. But see, she had favor on. When you got favor on, it gives you an advantage they can't deal with you. The world system cannot deal with God favor. Are you listening to me? You know, you live in the world out there, but let me tell you something. You walk with a supernatural and you call the favor of God. Sometimes you don't you have to remind yourself of that. So he went, come back and shoved a piece of paper over our direction. She said, That's not what I said. And he said, Well, ma'am, the boss, I said, you talking to the boss? And he said, well, tell me one more time. She said, just a minute. I'll be right back. I thought, where is she going? And so I followed her. She said, I'm going in the bathroom. I said, okay, I'll wait right out here. I said, what are you going in there for? I'm going to tell Jesus what I just told him. And by the time I get back out here, my favor is going to have dealt with that boss. So she went there, came out a little bit, and uh, she said, come on, let's go get this car. I thought, oh, okay. God's man of faith and power. <laughs> uh, Y'all know me. I'm at home. So anyway, long story short, she walks back over there, and the guy says, I don't understand this. I can't explain this. My boss says he's going to lose money, but he's going to let you have it for what you said. See, we've got to come back to the place. Just because somebody says something, God has another thought. And if we're walking in the favor of God that belongs to us, and he said that favor will become a shield around our life, Apostle. He said, I'll put it around you that the fiery darts of hell or COVID or whatever cannot even penetrate it because I'm going to put a shield around you. Somebody needs to look at your neighbor and say, I got the shield of favor on my life. It's important that you understand that because favor carries. Let's go to the number one thing. Understanding the reward of the blessing and the favor of God. Understanding the reward. Now, 
The blessing is a supernatural anointing that some of you are carrying right now that's going to cause you to step into increase in the coming months. You're going to wonder, how did that happen? How is that happening? When God began to liquidate mine and these debts, I would wake up someday and say, how is that happening? I don't understand how that's happening. I mean, I don't know how it's happening. But there was a supernatural called the blessing upon mine and D's life. And people was doing crazy things for us. Uncommon things. Because the blessing is an anointing that causes people to know something is up. And the first thing we knew, and folks, it didn't take us five years to get rid of $600,000. Now, I'm a country boy. $600,000 is a lot of money to a country boy. $6,000 was a lot. But $600,000 of debt, and she was in the upstairs office, and I was in the basement office, and she called me one day and said, can you come upstairs? And I thought, well, won't you come downstairs? <laughs> Same distance. <laughs> but I'm married. I'm a wonderful husband. And so I said, sure, I'll be right there. So I <laughs> went upstairs. Dee's sitting in here, so she has to nod her head. Y'all can talk to her later. But anyway... I got upstairs. She said, sit down. I thought, sit down? She said, sit down. I, I, I need to tell you something. I thought, oh, Jesus. I'm looking for good news. She had this look on her face. I couldn't depict if it was joy or it was about to be tears. So I sat down, and she said, I was just going through everything because she was keeping the books for the church, for our lives, working with the accountants. And she said, I just got to tell you something. We don't owe nobody nothing. My heart went. Because when God does it, you know you were just part of it, but it wasn't you who done it. Can somebody hear what I'm saying? See, some of you don't know it yet, but you're about to get a house paid off because God's going to favor you. God's going to pay your car off because God is going to face. Some of you is going to get a promotion because God's going to face. Some of you are going to get called in and get a big old bonus because God, I don't care if the governor says you can't have it. God says you can have it. Pardon me, governor. I I got involved in politics last night. I'm trying not to do that. Favor means to have endorsement from God. You know, we're always tra trying to get somebody to endorse us. Favor means I have support from God. He is my source. Favor means there is nothing that I have to do except just follow the leadership of God. And God said, He's going to give me an advantage every time. Now, I know y'all, 
Y'all are blessed people. Y'all try to make out like you're not. I'm, some of you looking like, I'm not. Yeah, you're blessed. You're favored. Listen to me. God has something so huge for you in these next few months till you'll be ringing the pastor's phones off saying, I have to tell somebody what God just did for me. Somebody in this room is going to be a testimony of the favor of God. We had a couple came back from the mission field, bought a home, really struggling to pay the mortgage on the home, came back. D and I was their pastor. We had prayed with them. They had given a first fruit seed, and, and they came and said to us, we really need a miracle. I mean, knows when God hears you say that he's starting something. We really need a miracle. We've given our life on the foreign soil. We need a miracle. That was on Sunday. On Monday, the vice, senior vice president of their bank called them. I need you to be here as soon as possible. All they could think of. It's amazing how the devil trains us Christians to think negative. All they could think about is they're going to take the house today. There's about 60 days, 90 days behind. They're going to say, you're out. We're taking the house. So they got there, walked in, very quiet. And the president of the bank, senior vice president, and another person that was an officer in the bank was all waiting in the room. They walked in. They stood up and shook their hands said, please have a seat. It was ultra quiet in there. And so the president said, every once in a while, we decide we want to do something good for somebody. Well, their spirit lifted. And he said, this piece of paper right here was your mortgage. But if you look closely, it says paid in full. Are you listening to me, church? That's called favor from God. How many wants the favor of God? Come on, I want the favor of God up on my life. Now, Psalm 102 verse 13 says, You will arise and have compassion upon Zion. It's talking about God is about to arise and have compassion on Zion. Now, I'm a country boy, so what's Zion? I have to look it up. There is some smart people who write books. Zion means the blood-bought church. God said, I'm about to stand up in 2021, and I am about to bless the local churches that are preaching the gospel. Paul said in Romans 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Somebody's got to know salvation is more than just forgiveness. Salvation is the good life given to your life. So God said, I'm about to arise. How many is ready for God to arise? 
I got to quit preaching. I got to start teaching. I said to myself today, just teach tonight, boy. Teach. They can stay for the next service and hear preaching. But God, God said to tell you there's a change coming because God's about to arise in Zion, the local church. Somebody say, I'm glad I'm part of the local church. For he said, it is time to show favor to the local church. It's the appointed time. It's right now, and it has arrived. Somebody say, I'm glad favor's coming. Say it again, I'm glad favor's coming. If I'm going to live out my mandate, I start in faith, but then it leads me to favor. Because the favor of God is going to cause me to prosper and do and be what God called me to do and be. So uncommon favor will rewrite your story. We've had it. Dee and I both have lived it. Where uncommon favor rewrote our story. Just rewrote our story. Amazingly rewrote our story. I remember uh, 1991, I received a call from the Assemblies of God that one of their churches was, go was in foreclosure, that they owed $4.5 million, had 50 acres on 285 in Atlanta, and it was going under. They already had their letter of receivership. And the Assemblies of God said, we believe you should go bail that church out. That's the favor of God upon your life. I said, well, I'll go look at it. So I went and looked at it because I was pastoring a great church in Oklahoma City, about 4,000 people. Been an uncommon move of God there. Went from 130 to 4,000. Thousands of people got saved, healed, delivered, Awesome things, and I was going to spend the rest of my life in Oklahoma City, except God's my boss, and God knows more than I know. And so I went and looked at it. I said to him, okay, I'll do it. They said, we've already tried banks. Our track record is so bad, Apostle, we can't get along nowhere. So okay. So I was talking to Paul Crouch Sr. at TBN. He actually called me from his jet, and he said, I really feel like you're supposed to take that church. I said, okay. So anyway, I went ahead and took that church. All I knew to do was go door knocking from bank to bank. Their track record was horrible. Four years they had not made a payment on schedule in over four years. It was horrible. They owed that much money. They didn't have any money hardly coming in. Little dab of people left. Beautiful, huge auditorium. But they had lost the presence of Jehovah God. They had lost the anointing of Jehovah God. It was a shell. At one time, Jimmy Swaggart used to preach long meetings there. But it was a shell of what it used to be. 
So God said, if you'll go, I'll show you I'm still God. So I went bank to bank. I was getting the same note from every bank. Finally, somebody said, there's a black gentleman named Jackson. If you'll call him, take him to lunch, he may know some way to help you. He's a banker. So I called him, took him to, to a nice restaurant, sat down with him, began to tell my story to him, how I ended up in this mess. And he stopped me, and he said, Coy, I know this is a mighty nice restaurant, but I'm about to mess it up. He said, there's an anointing that's coming on me, and tears begin to come down his face. He said, I want us to eat our food. I'm going to go talk with you to the president of our bank. We ate our food, got in his car. He took me to the president, walked into the president's office, who owned 51% of the bank, and he looked across at me, and he said, Who are you? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, when you walked in, I just wanted to put my head on my desk and cry like I used to under the brush arbor. I said, that's the anointing. And he said, I'm going to tell you right now on 51% of this bank, whatever you come here to ask me for, the answer is yes. I said, uh, you ain't seen nothing. He said, no. There is something tangible. I'm talking to somebody. God's about to show up in a tangible way for you in situations that seem impossible. The blessing, the reward of favor. A long story short, I left there that day with the four and a half million. They never run a record on me. See, some of you, it's easy to put limits on God. God said 2021, for you that's connected to this anointing, take the limits off. I said take the limits off. Quit boxing God in. He's about to do something that's bigger than you can even imagine. I've got to hurry. Number two, write down, living a life of favor is the God factor. Living a life of favor is the God factor. I can spend the rest of the night right here using Joseph as the background. Genesis 37, 38, 39, 40, 41. Joseph had the mantle of favor upon him. His brothers hated him. Now, may I just make a little detour right here? I'll be right back. When you start walking in favor, some people's going to hate you. You say, I remember that white-haired guy said that. No, people who used to like you are going to hate you because suddenly they're going to see something they've not been willing to pay the price for that's resting on your life. And God's calling us to step into this new dimension in 2021 of the favor of God that gives us separation from the sheep and the wolves, that causes you to know what real, genuine friendship and brothers and sisters in Christ 
are all about. I've seen it. I've lived it. Where people, you say, I love you so much. I just appreciate you so much. And when God suddenly started blessing, I looked for them and couldn't find them. Are y'all trying to act like you've never been there? But in Genesis 39, 23, talking about the, the man Joseph, the warden paid no attention to anything in the prison that he had put under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Somebody say, I'm headed for success. Come on, say it with authority. I'm headed for success. Whatever you do. Well, he had this dream. He had this promise. God had given him a word, but it looked like it wasn't going to happen. I got a, a gospel good news for you tonight. Ezekiel 12, 28 said, no more delays. I said, Ezekiel 12, 28 says, no more delays. It will not be prolonged anymore. The thing you're holding on to, you've gripped it with your fingernails. That day is over. Delay is ending. God is taking you into another level. Come on, somebody. Give him a shout of praise. His brothers sold him into a pit, sold him to the traders as a slave. Then he ended up in Potiphar's house who had a demon for a wife. He ended up in, uh, she lied on him. He ended up in prison. And in prison, it looked like it was all over, except he wore favor. I said he wore favor. Don't get upset sometime by negative circumstance if you're walking in favor because God will change a negative circumstance and bless you a half a yard from hell so somebody can know God is still God. Amen? So he said God made him to be successful at whatever he did. I want to tell you something, folks. The third thing, write it down. Favor opens uncommon doors of blessing. Favor opens uncommon doors. He was in prison one night. The next day, he was riding in the second chariot of the greatest nation on planet Earth. He wore the ring. It said the king took the ring off, put it on Joseph's hand, put a new robe on him, gave him some alligator shoes, and said, get in that chariot. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. My Lord Jesus. Yeah. All in one package. God said to tell you what he's about to do, he's going to do suddenly. It's not going to be long. It's not going to be drawn out. One moment he's in prison. The next day he was riding the chariot. The second chariot. And the king said, nothing happens unless Joseph says it happens. Somebody is about to get to a position with the favor of God that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. God's going to accelerate your dream 
and manifesting. First thing, you got to have faith. Second thing, you got to have favor. The third thing, you got to have first fruits. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about first fruits. You can't walk in the mandate of dominion unless you have favor, fa unless you have faith, favor, and you give your first fruits. Don't ignore the order of God. God is a God of order. And when he says it, it works. Somebody's got to know he's working a plan behind the scenes. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but somebody who's been stressed with a situation, God's working a plan behind the scenes. You haven't seen it yet, but God's working a plan behind the scenes. I think I could come to you. But God is working a plan that's going to be a miracle plan that right now you can't see it, but it's about to happen. Would you stand with me, please? Psalm 8411, I close with. It said, For God is a sun and a shield. He's a protector and a provider. And that God will never hold anything good back from those who are walking in an upright position. Now, I don't know what all you're facing. I don't know what all you're going through. I just want you to bow your heads real quickly. I want to say a prayer for you. God's about to make a change. Things are about to shift. Things are about to shift. I don't understand all of what I'm even saying right now, but things are about to shift. Things you struggle with shall become easy, for the Holy Ghost is about to make a shift. God's about to cause things to happen that you can't cause to happen that's going to take all the struggle, all the stress off of your life. Rest in him tonight because he's working a plan. You walk in dominion. You will live a lifestyle of the mandate of dominion. You will see the blessing of God overtake your life, for this is a God moment in your life. But while your heads are bowed, I want you to be honest and say, Dr. Barker, I'm struggling with some things. I know that I need to surrender to God. It can be unforgiveness. It can be hurts of the past. It can be other situations. I'm not going to name them all, but you say, pray for me. I want God to set me free from those situations. Hands are going up all over the house. Just point them toward God. He's the answer. He's the answer. He's the answer. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Just slip both hands up. Father, there is an anointing to see your people set free. Believers are going to leave here knowing that you're changing their scenery. Believers are going to leave here getting phone calls that will verify that change is happening. God, I speak deliverance off of their life from hurts, 
from pains, from disappointments, from brokenness. God, I decree this is a blessed moment. They shall be productive. They shall be prosperous. They shall walk in favor. They shall see the hand of God moving in their life. God, I believe that there's something awesome that is turning right now for them. I speak it. I decree it. I declare it. There's a change coming to their life. The, the stress is lifting off of their life. That unresolved issue shall be resolved in a better fashion than they've even thought about. God, I bless them tonight. I call them favored of God. I thank you that their faith is connecting them to the great power of favor. And as they give their first fruits tomorrow, it will activate the supernatural in a way they've never tasted it. And I give you praise for it. God, continue to bless the leadership of this house. We are blessed to have people of their caliber who are leading us into the greatness of God. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus.